Biohacking Beauty Podcast, brought to you by Yangu Skincare. In this episode, I am going to host uh, Daniela Schenker. We discuss different therapies for skin rejuvenation, such as at-home microneedling and softwave therapy. She also explains why we should care for our skin sooner. Her at-home approach to microneedling, the downside of collagen overdosing, working on your skin from the inside out, and how to improve your skin barrier. Daniela uh, Schenker is one of my personal people that I'm really fascinated with in this industry of ours, that biohacking, longevity, skin anti-aging industry. She's a former ICU nurse for 20 years and uh, a nursing instructor. And she turned uh, basically to a beauty biohacker and health visionary about 10 years ago. She's optimizing beauty, health, and well-being. And that is her passion and her facility, the Frisch Institute, which is located in Switzerland, is really a cutting edge facility, which I can tell you it's, it's a pleasure to work with them, both professionally and personally. Um, what you will learn from today's episode, aside from how she approaches longevity of skin and skin optimization, you will learn about a new way to think about beauty, about skin biohacking. You will learn what are some of the better habits to have rather than some of the things that are intervention that she prefers not to do, but will do if it's, it's a must. So kind of that hierarchy of what we should do most often to only when it's super necessary. And you will definitely become a wiser skin biohacker or a biohacking enthusiast in general after this podcast. Before we start today's podcast, I would like to remind you that this podcast is growing if you you know, give us a, a, a review or subscribe to the podcast. So I would really appreciate it if you took about two seconds out of your day to subscribe to our podcast and to leave a, a review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Last thing before we start, I'm reminding you that this podcast is brought to you by Young Goose, the biohacking skincare. And what we aim to do at Young Goose is to lower the functional age of the skin. We can do it through basically activating genes that are responsible for youthful function. And then we can ask the skin to do specific things, whether it is repair wrinkles, sunspots, pigmentation, laxity, acne, rosacea. And we the skin does it much, much better because it functions like a younger skin. If you would like to learn more about Young Goose, you could go to our website, which is www.younggoose.com or visit our Instagram page, young underscore goose underscore skincare. And now, without further ado, please welcome Daniela Schenker. Daniela, welcome to the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. Uh, I'm very, very appreciative and very excited to, to have you on. Thank you for having me on. I'm also very excited. Yeah, so Daniela, basically you guys approached us to carry a product in uh, Switzerland. And at the time, I wasn't aware of what an amazing and, and innovative institute you guys are. But through working together and, and trying to understand what you guys are doing, I've become so, so impressed. I had to have you on and, and talk to you about your philosophy and what you guys are doing there, which is quite innovative, if I may say so. Are you perceiving your, yourself as innovative, as, as cutting edge, or how do you perceive yourself? 
Oh, let's put it that way. I think we started basically biohacking when nobody was even talking about biohacking. And it uh, my business just grow and grow further into this direction. And by now we have a clinic where together with a regenerative doctor, we have all kinds of biohacking stuff in our clinic, like a hyperbaric chamber and all of this. And I'm also working together with Neotis Care. Neotis Care is one of the biggest longevity platforms here in Europe. Now, what they want to do is a one-stop fit-alls where you can go with all your longevity questions. They have all the specialized doctors where you can get your knowledge. So, and we're like a branch of them also now. Wow. So how did it start? Like, how long has, have you guys been around? What's kind of the history of the Frisch Institute, Forever Beautiful? What, what, yes, how did yes. it get, come about? Yeah. I think it come about, I mean, uh, I'm by profession, I'm an ICU nurse. I was an ICU mm-hmm. nurse for 20 years, and I was also a nurse trainer, and I was also a Vounce wound specialist. And so at that time, basically, when I still was working in the clinic, they were basically drying wounds. And it was then when the voice wound treatment, moist wound treatment just came up, you know, where you basically close up a wound and have a a humidity towards the skin. And Mm -hmm. we discovered that wounds heal better with that. And so as I was the wound specialist in that time, I discovered that wounds that we couldn't close for years in weeks, they were closing. So that actually opened up my interest in skin because I said, okay, if you change the microenvironment for the cell, the cell starts behaving properly or differently and it does what it's yeah. supposed to do. So that's how my interest in interest in skin started. That is now, oh God, <laughs> 20 years ago. And since 10 years, I have a clinic that is specialized in skin. And mm-hmm. what we also do is we're not doing just skin. I mean, I don't have to tell you if you want to treat the skin, you have to treat the body as a whole. You have to have the proper nutrition. You have to move. You have to sleep enough. You have to set your circuit, circadian mm-hmm. rhythm. And then on top comes the skin treatment. Yeah. And we're basically now specialized in microneedling. That is my main uh, thing that I'm doing. I'm the trainer for Dermapen for Switzerland. So I train um, doctors and aesthetic nurses in microneedling because that was something that I already discovered in the clinic for myself. And it was one of, or basically one of the few anti-aging treatments for the skin that just made sense to me. Yeah, and, and you know, I think looking at Dermapen specifically and looking at, you know, skin health as a whole, as you said, there first of all, we got to have a healthy human being, right? Especially if we create any kind of injury, any kind of stimulation, we have to, we are, if we are the artist, we have to improve the canvas, if you would. So I completely understand that. So what would you say are, aside from Dermapen, what are some of the core services, products that you guys offer what are the most popular things that you that you deal with on a on a regular basis? So what I basically usually do is besides setting up uh, food, nutri- uh, sports, and looking for circadian circadian rhythm and looking at supplements that people might need to improve their overall health. I basically look what the skin needs and the skin has to be fat. You have to fertilize it or it needs certain substances to work properly. And even with microneedling, it's like that. I mean, that's what I basically teach. You never, never needle a skin if you haven't pretreated it with something like a retinol. Mm-hmm. That is your cell division vitamin. There's no 
basically you have way, way less cell division if you don't pre-treat your skin with something like a retinoid. So that is the mm -hmm. base when you do treatments that you do set them up properly. And every other treatment that we do will react better when you pre-treat the skin. Yeah. You will just get nicer results with it. Yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, as I uh, love that you talk about often when you, when you do informational videos, etc., Yeah, we, we definitely retinol is like one of the major things that you can do to improve results. But you go with your understanding, with your, with your philosophy, much, much deeper. You know, you, you made a, a video about uh, senescent cells not yes. long ago. And what I love about your philosophy is the fact that you make sure that the information available to, your, to the cells as far as how they regenerate as far as the, as you said, the fuel, the nutrients that the cells can have in order to, to perform in their best way. It's all kind of coming together. So when you're doing that regenerative treatment, we're getting the best results out of it. So aside from Dermapen, which by the way, there is another uh, uh, connection here because actually our good friend Joel is the head of Dermapen in the United, in the United States. So it's fun to see that we have those, those connections. Aside from Dermapen, What other modalities are are used for skin rejuvenations in your clinic? Mm -hmm. So, okay, besides of peels and all the normal stuff, we mm -hmm. are using a red light therapy for 10 years. Uh, 10 years ago, almost nobody wow. even knew what it was doing, basically. So, But we started already then. So we also tried to get the best out of our results by combining treatments. We're combining with red light therapy. We have a hyperbaric chamber now. We have even a counterposition, you know, so something that basically produces more, more nitric oxide and opens up your vessels. So we really work in a very holistic way with the skin. So and every treatment gets, gets basically just the optimized combinations. Wow, that's amazing. And it's funny to see that the, you know, the conventional beauty industry is only catching up to this now, you know, because I've been dealing with red light therapy for, yeah, for, you know, over 10 years, almost 15 years. And it's funny to see that where 15 years ago or 10 years ago, you really needed to explain to people that you're not out of your mind to just <laughs> shine red light therapy, <laughs> red light on the skin and hope to get some results. And now it's like ubiquitous, you know, oh yeah, for sure it does that. But now we have other things that people look at us a little bit weird and say, you know, are you sure that this is going to work as well? Because you deal with, for example, Softwave or some big machinery, you know, very, very interesting treatments that are also kind of groundbreaking. So Let's talk about some of those. So how often do you softwave? What is really softwave? Because I saw you doing a treatment, like you posted about doing a treatment to a male I saw like not long ago, and he was doing a lot of faces. And, and I was like, dude, there's nothing there to do faces about. So can you explain a little <laughs> bit about what it is and, and what people can get with it? Yeah, Softwave for me is a solution when basically the skin is already very loose. So if you haven't uh -huh. treated your skin on time, because a lot of people want to age gracefully till they decide, oh, they don't want to age gracefully anymore and they want to do treatments. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest problem basically for me. So Softwave is a treatment when it's already going a little bit uphill and you have really loose skin. It's a focused ultrasound. Basically what it does, it's very aggressive. It burns little lines into your collagen and by mm -hmm. basically disturbing, uh, not disturbing, destroying a little bit of collagen, you are 
have to rebuild collagen. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, if we want to take it like that, it's also on a hormetic principle. I mean, there's almost no system in the body that gets better if you don't stress it. And it, it's, it's a stress for the skin. And uh, it is not the most comfortable treatment, as you can imagine, because it has quite a high temperature to coagulate collagen. And yes, I I do it really when there's already laxity in the skin. If uh, if I have a way to treat the skin differently, for example, when somebody is younger, I would definitely go with a good skincare and consistency is the key here. And uh, of course, uh, sun protection. And I don't mind the sun at all. I love the sun and the what it does for the circadian rhythm. Then the third thing would be I would basically really early start with microneedling. Microneedling is a low-dose stressor for the skin, and it just improves the skin on so many levels. Yeah, it does. People who had microneedling with me, I have clients there with me for 10 years. They're like 50 when they started with me, and they do a microneedling every four to six weeks. They're now 60. They look amazing. They have great skin, and everybody's asking them where they did the facelift. You know what I mean? So they just look... They don't even need something like soft wave. They started in a in an at a good point where they, you don't have to go that aggressive. Yeah. I wanted to take a quick break from today's episode to chat with you about our Young Goose skincare products and our special offer for podcast listeners only. Our products provide you with skin regenerative therapy that corrects the cellular damage that is accumulated over time and aims to lower the functional age of the skin. If you're a first-time Young Goose customer, we are offering the listeners of this podcast 20% off their first order by using the promo code PODCAST20 during checkout. If you are a long-time user and have already tried our products, we highly appreciate you coming back, coming back to this podcast and listening to us, and also coming back and using our products. And we would like to offer you 10% off with the promo code Podcast 10. How do you explain, let's say someone is coming to you at the right age, 30, 40, whatever that age is, as far as, you know, the skin is concerned. How do you explain to them that they are now going on a 20, 30 year adventure of keeping their skin at their, at the best shape? Because most people, you know, we, we only, as you said, we only care about things when, when they are in front of us burning and we have to change them. We care about them less when they are, when they are uh, further away from us. So do you have a, a, an interesting way of, like, of, of explaining to people that they should care sooner rather than later? Do I have an interesting way? I think luckily today, even the young people are very aware of their skin Mm -hmm. health. And I think something, it has to do a little bit what they see around. I mean, there are all these 50, 60 year olds that desperately try to look better. And they do that by putting fillers in their face using Botox. And I don't say that it's a bad thing huh? in skilled hands. That might be a good thing. But it, what people now discovered, it won't change anything it won't make you look good, no, it won't will make you look younger. Your skin still stays old. And people see yeah. that. They see all these people running around with their facelifts and still looking old and not good. So I think there is a big awareness now that people want to start early. And um, I guess I'm quite a good role model. I'm not the youngest anymore. And um, usually people come in and say, 
I'm going want to do that. What you do? <laughs> That's better. Yeah. Can you say yeah? <laughs> I think maybe you will have. Uh, you can just have a picture of uh, the recent concert of Madonna behind you. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> and and people will understand the hint. Yeah, for sure. What is your opinion about at home microneedling? It it be, it has become so popular right now. Uh, you can buy it on you know, Amazon or, or whatever. Obviously, we can talk about the differences between in-office and at-home, but what is your general approach to at-home microneedling? I love it. I was basically starting to teach people about at-home microneedling 10 years ago. And I do that. I A lot of uh, doctors or even estheticians that I teach, they're afraid that it will take away work from them. I said, no, it's the opposite around. It basically improves your result because if somebody is trained well, and I train all of my clients who do microneedling at home, and I encourage them to do it because it's like having the little jog in between before you go to the marathon. When you come to, into yeah. my clinic, you're basically doing the marathon and they do the little jogs in between. So the skin reacts way better. They have a very nice result and they know how to use it properly. And that's the bit difference on my website i basically also have uh, how you say a department what says beauty at home because it goes into mm-hmm. this direction i always encourage people to do at home what is doable at home and i think it's a big trend that is going to come up people are going to do more and more at home not just microneedling i mean a lot of people now have uh, red light devices i have an ultrasound at in my clinic it's a professional ultrasound for dermatologists you can treat uh, several skin conditions for it but a lot of my clients really have an ultrasound like that at home now and this is a device depends on which one you take it's in between 20 and 40000 and you would think wow you're taking a such expensive device at home but yes of course why not people don't even blink when they buy a car for that money but they wouldn't invest it in their health and skin why not so I think yeah. it's it's a big uh, field that is going to be bigger and bigger. And I think education is the key here. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, it's, it's funny that in the United States, as you know, what I love to observe in America is the way of which, you know, Mark, since the American market is the way that it is, wording and phrases, as far as marketing wording and phrases, have become a part of the language. And if you talk to anyone about, you know, buying a house or buying a car, it is normally like a following sentence is like, this is the biggest purchase you'll ever make in your life. Or this is the second biggest purchase when they talk about a car. Yes. The funny thing is, it is not because you're going to buy a new one in like three years, you know, either a house or a car, whatever that is. We get used to whatever we have. And with our skin, It is the opposite. It's like if you want to keep whatever you have, you have to invest early and well, both your time and money to stay with what you have and not vice versa. And I feel like we are not we're not conditioned to to understand that on a more emotional, like deeper level. Yeah, I think what also happens is people really underestimate the importance of skin. They think, oh, it's just an organ and it ages and it's just the look that changes. But I mean, the problem, and we do know that, is the inflammaging and the senescent cells. And just given by the organ size, skin is your biggest organ, you will understand how important skin is. It will impact your overall health. And if you can make that clear to people, they will start taking care about their skin. And I mean, there was a study quite a while ago, I think the 
participation group was quite small, but what they did is they basically measured the inflammation markers. And it wasn't the inflammation markers that you usually measure at the doctor, not the CRP and all this stuff. It was the interleukins and the tumor necrosis mm -hmm. factors and that. They measured it and then they set the group basically on a really basic ceramide body lotion. And the ceramide body lotion basically was just closing up the skin barrier. And after three months, they measured the blood inflammation levels again, and they all went lower. I mean, that is amazing just by using a simple skin barrier repair. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's there is so much to unpack in what you just said. First of all, I don't know if you, you saw, I sent you an email after you, you uh, posted about senescent cells. Uh, oh, I because again, I, I what? Oh no, I haven't seen that. I'm sorry about no, that. No, <laughs> no, that's okay. But I, I was so excited that that again we're talking about the same thing. And I have a lecture that that is probably my, the most popular lecture I do, which is how you know the skin as we grow older drives aging in the body instead of just being yes. affected by aging in the body yes. because it yes. creates again inflammation. It creates the skin is a also a communication organ to our brain as far as what are the stressors in the environment and how the, the brain should prepare the body for those stressors. And as we grow older and the skin becomes inflamed, becomes senescent, which it creates chronic inflammation, it starts to confuse the brain, starts to overload the system, etc. Yes, so, definitely. And that's only one, one aspect of it. You talked about, you know, repairing the skin barrier. What we have started to communicate gently but firmly, if you would, with our audience is about something called leaky skin, which which yes. is exactly like leaky, you know, it started with leaky gut, right? Yes, Everyone knew yes. about leaky gut. If we talk about, by the way, if we talk about things that people looked at you like you're crazy 10, 20 years ago, it's talking about leaky gut. <laughs> that, then, then people, excuse my pun, were able to digest it. After that, you know, we started hearing about leaky brain, and how, you know, things that go through the blood-brain barrier that they're not supposed to, they go through. But now, I think people who are, who are understanding that really should start looking at a leaky skin. And let me see if, if you resonate with what I'm saying. Obviously, it's very important to repair your skin barrier with products. But what happens when we don't take good care of our skin, our skin is also responsible for creating our skin barrier. And if our skin yes. is not optimized, what will happen is that it will create a poor skin barrier. So it's kind of relationship between us maintaining it and us maintaining like optimal skin health in order for us to, to, to be able to create a good skin barrier. Yes. And I think at that point, we can come back to the microenvironment for the cell, mm -hmm. what is so important. And I think that's one of the biggest problems when we age, the microenvironment for the skin cell changes and changes in a very unfavorable way. I always tell my clients, we're like a pond that is getting, that the water is not flowing anymore. It's getting more dirty and muddy and the cells can't communicate anymore. And uh, they communicate in the wrong way. The messages don't uh, get the right way to the other cell. And uh, yeah. there were just like misunderstandings. So if you don't have the microenvironment to let a skin cell grow, it's like a little bit like the wound. I mean, the 20 years ago when we tried to repair skin by drying the skin surface, that's mm -hmm. what they did. They put some kind of iodine and dried it. So this is like expecting a plant to grow green leaves by drying it out. I mean, it's by uh, <laughs> So the cell needs a good microenvironment, also the cell underneath. Uh, or the, 
the skin underneath the dermis, basically with the extracellular matrix, gives the microenvironment to the sub top cell and there that's where a lot of things go wrong with the glycation with the reduced autophagy with the senescent cells with the inflammation we don't know what is first or is it the inflammation that drives senescence or is it the senescence that drives inflammation so it's the chicken egg question so there are so many things that's why we also have to work from the inside and then when you work on the outside you will get nice results people who try just to fix the skin on top from a certain age, that it works on a young age, but from a certain age, I don't think it will work. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you. Yeah, we should uh, take care first and foremost on the inside. And the reason is because, you know, a, we will not be able to uh, create a healthy skin if, if, we're, if we're not healthy. That's number one, that's for sure. Going to the skin, creating a good environment in the skin, 100% maintenance, being very, very, you know, very, very particular about what you put on your skin, what you, how you treat it, etc. Being consistent for sure. Something that I feel like maybe because you live in those beautiful mountains in Switzerland is less, <laughs> exactly, you can see it from the window, is less uh, impactful as far as environment goes. You know, a statistic that, that is starting to be shared around is the fact that if you live in a, in a polluted city, you're going to get more extrinsic aging, aging from the environment, as far as your skin is concerned, from pollution, then you would get, and by the way, from blue light and pollution, so from artificial light and pollution, then you would get from, you know, UV radiation. So I think that's another part of the environment. So we have like the internal environment, the actual environment of the skin, and then external environment. You know, what is the chicken and what is the egg? And does it even matter? Right now, we already have an omelet. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah. But for the environmental stressors, I think uh, the the antioxidants that you put on top on your skin, I think they're really important. It's one of the mm-hmm. things besides retinol that has to be on your skin. And uh, I mean, you produced a lot of, uh, I was basically waiting for your skin, Caroline, because I'm uh, working with the hallmarks of aging and I translated them into skin quite a while ago already because I follow all the longevity science. And I thought, why is nobody taking that up? Why are they all just working on collagen, allicin, collagen, allicin? It's so boring. Why is not anybody looking what happens with the DNA? What happens with the autophagy? What happens with the senescent cells? What happens with the inflammation in the skin? So, and Basically, till today, there's not a lot of data. There is a little bit coming up now, but I still think even for microneedling, I'm frustrated. I wish some scientists would hear me and would really look if microneedling works on that. I mean, there was a little study that microneedling, at least radiofrequency microneedling, reduced um, senescent melanocytes. So I think it definitely does that. You can see that by the improvement of the skin. But I think there has to be more research into this direction. I agree. I agree. I think, you know, actually you, you raised a really good point, but just to address like, why is no one, you know, looking into it? It's because the money is not really in the money in aesthetics is really in the end results. Mm-hmm. And until we're not, go- we're not going to have like the consumer understanding the connection between their, you know, their brain health and their skin or, or however they perform at work, whatever is really important to them, you know, however, you know, their mental health and their, the state of their skin cells, all of those, I don't know if, if we're going to get a lot of research in that field. But you did mention the way that radiofrequency, microneedling, and we can go into more like, let's call it regenerative stimuli and how they affect cellular skin health. But I have a question maybe from the other side, from the other side of that. When we create 
you know, more intense stimulation that can create some kind of scarring, scar tissue in the skin, whether it is radio frequency, whether, whether it is software, whether it is any type of, like of ultrasound of heat that is radiated into the skin. What is your approach as far as, and I know you said, you know, you kind of addressed it before because you said, look, if I can avoid it, I'm going to avoid it. But what is your approach between that and the longevity of our skin? Because we can't really create a win-win, right? Like we can create some results that um, that will look good now, but we might pay for later. Yeah, mm-hmm. w- what is your approach mm-hmm. as far as yeah. this is concerned? I'm always looking very carefully at the skin, especially when I do more damaging treatments while I focus ultrasound, because I'm very aware. I mean, that's the funny thing, because people are always talking about more collagen, but basically more collagen at some point is a scar, So Mm -hmm. we have to always be careful that we don't produce scar tissue. And I think when people overusing these treatments, you can see that. You can just see that the skin quality goes down. So you have to be very careful how often you use treatments like that. And I'm very strict with my clients. When they come, they have a soft wave. And of course, they look in the mirror. They love the results. They're like (laughs) basically two months later and say, I want more of that. And then I have to say no, because that's my responsibility to say no there. And even with microneedling, there are people who would basically love to needle every week and I said to them no we have to stimulate the skin it's like with sports I mean when you do sports and you do really tough sports every day five hours it will just age you you're doing it in a certain amount it's the hormesis principle too much of it is not a good thing too less of it it's not a good thing it's the same with collagen stimulation you always have to find the middle way and you have to be very responsible you have to be very aware that collagen is not just a good thing yeah, I mean, it's funny because I heard someone describe hormesis as what doesn't kill you make you stronger. And I was like, no, that's absolutely not hormesis. Hormesis is a little bit of what would kill you if you did a lot of it will make you stronger, but a lot of it would damage you. You know, that yes. is, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the worst way to describe hormesis is this endless parabola of, of just go until you're, if you're not dead, that's fine. I don't know if you know, do you know we own the trademark for the word hormesis in, in, in aesthetics? Really? <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, there's a funny story behind it. There's a supplement company that is called Hormesis. So we never used it in order not to um, butt heads with them. But we, at least we have the trademark. Yes. Skincare does hormesis. I mean, retinols do hormesis with the skin, basically. And if you use them in a good way, that's basically what you do to stress the skin a little bit. And then you get more cell turnover in the case of retinols. Yeah, I think when we approached retinols, because that was one of the first products we've we've looked into and, and came out with. And I can tell you that some of our more radical members of our science group, which are like, no, we should only deal with like super cutting edge ingredients, etc. I was I was always of the opinion that we will learn that there is something more fundamental as far as longevity that is it, that retinol is involved in. And what we can see and we, we are starting to get vindicated is that retinol actually also right now we see it in the in as far as like uh, um, supplementing on retinol in the brain, but we can see retinol interacting with the mTOR pathway, which we talk a lot about. That's kind of the, the look to the locking mechanism that that we can open and kind of start to reverse senescent cells, which are kind of older cells that are that are that are not contributing anymore. So we are starting to see what you are saying that in the end, what what we know through practice, through through our 
personal anecdotal experience to create positive change in the skin uh, that involves longevity, but also looking better, really drives in the end also those intercellular mechanisms of longevity. It's true, yeah. Retinol is really important, not just for cell division, also for cell differentiation. Yeah. One of my favorite products, and indeed the product that started it all, the first product we ever released, is Care, which is an NAD-boosting moisturizer. And if you haven't heard about NAD, this is the most important molecule in our body and is also called the fountain of health of youth. So what Care does, it raises NAD levels in the skin. And not only that, it also uses enhanced resveratrol and nine other supporting ingredients, providing the ultimate fuel for your skin's regenerative processes to dramatically improve deeper lines, brightness, texture, and pores, aside from being a longevity supplement for your skin, making sure that your skin is healthy, vibrant, and looks amazing for many, many years to come. So uh, give care a chance. So, you know, a lot of the questions that we get is what are your plans for the future? What are you coming up with? What are you, you know, what what are you researching now? Which is a good question. Unfortunately, 99% of the time we can't talk about what we're doing now. But but that's a question that I I like when people ask. So what is your kind of plans for the future? What what would you like the Frisch Institute to kind of to do in the future that, that that you're looking at. You did mention hyperbarics, hyperbaric chambers, which we are in agreement that it's it's a big part of longevity, the future of longevity and skin health. But what else are you seeing in the future? What else I see in the future? So what I'm waiting for basically is exosomes. Exosomes are not allowed here in Switzerland, mm. but I'm very keen on getting my hand to them. And I think they will be soon allowed, at least for needling, because what I'm basically trying to do is um, I always try to improve a treatment. So microneedling itself is good. Combine it with other stuff, it gets better. So on the skin basis, I think exosomes is something that is really exciting. Of course, the hyperbaric chamber, I basically want all my clients to go into the hyperbaric chamber basically before I even start treating them because it does so much. It it releases stem cells and we we need stem cells. We lose our our stem cells, lose their function. They're getting lazy. They don't do anything and we need more stem cells. And so... I think that is one of the exciting fields that is coming up in aesthetic. And yes, the hyperbaric chamber for me is right now one of the things that I think is really good in overall anti-aging because it does everything. It lowers inflammation. It it works on a lot of fields that we want to improve from the inside. Yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree. You know, that's uh, I was talking to um, Christian Darpo, which has a wonderful company. It's called Caliagen. They have stem cell promoting supplement, which I use. I'm, I'm surprised how, how much I like it, to be honest with you. It's called Stem Regen. And, um, you know, obviously he's he's the stem cell guy. So that's what he cares about. He's like, oh, that's all you need to improve your health. But it's really that balance of how do we improve the function of the cells that we already have, which are the majority. But also how do we supplement that with new cells coming and kind of, you know, having the height of their or the golden age of their uh, performance right in the beginning. So, yeah, I, I agree with you that this is a dance that will be the, the future of skin longevity, skin rejuvenation, etc. 
I can tell you I'm very excited for you, your institute, to play around with our uh, formulations where, when we make them, as I told you, in the, you know, not on air. Your facility is really that shining light that we aimed to work with when we create uh, products. That, that's kind of, we make products kind of for you. So I really super appreciate uh, the fact that you gave us uh, your time today and, and, and had this conversation with me. Yes, I, I really do love your product and I use them wherever I can. And I basically also incorporate them into my needling. I use basically your mask, you will love that, mm-hmm. for healing and it works wonderfully. And you just can put it on top uh, when you heal the clients. They go home, sleep with it. And the other day, uh, the skin is already looking way better than it, they did, than it did when they left the clinic. So it's uh, really it, it's great products. And uh, if I would have a wish, then I would wish that you do microneedling, um, how I can say, infusion for me that I could needle into your skin with NAD boosters like you had in the cream. Of course, I put the cream also on top after the microneedling, but of course, I would like to get it into the skin. That would be my dream. <laughs> and a cocktail. I'm looking for a cocktail with your senolytics, with the NAD, with the resveratrol, and I would love to needle that into the skin. So that would be... I mean, I'm always yeah. following that anyway, but... Uh, Still, I need it in my skin also. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting there slowly. It's going to take a while, but we're aiming at there. Listen, uh, Daniela, I really love this conversation. I would love to do another one in the future when maybe we, when we come out with something new and kind of do an on-air brainstorming on how you can use it in clinic. But I, first of all, obviously, we're going to have in our show notes all the information, how to reach out to you. If, if anyone's in Europe or in the US and they want like a top-of-the-line place to take care of their longevity and their skin, I could not recommend your your facility enough. We're going to have all the information in the show notes. I uh, super, super, super appreciate the time that you gave us today, Daniela. Thank you, Amitai. Thank you for your time, and I always love to exchange ideas with you. Yes. All right. Thank you, and and have a good one. Take care. Have a good time. Bye-bye. Bye.